We are the Wild Stallion Sports Network. Excellent. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Featuring Downtown Jeff. Mmm, beer. The Italian Stallion Toco. Yo, Adrian! I did it! And the host of the show, Wild Man Chris. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Welcome to the Wild Stallion Sports Network. I'm Wild Man Chris, alongside me, Italian Stallion Toko, and Downtown Jeff. How's it going, guys? It's going great. Going great. What's new? Not much. I uh, just took a big cup of water uh, right to the moneymaker. I was... thought you were going to say something totally different. What was that for? If you could remind us so kindly. You yes. Italian stallion. So, <clears throat> I said last week, if y'all remember in our last podcast, that if I um, was wrong about my winner in the Wilder Respiri matchup, um, I would do a water bet. And unfortunately, I picked Deontay Wilder, and he ended up getting knocked out in the seventh round. And I had to take my punishment, and it was a big cup of water off the uh, water wheel app. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and play that clip for you guys right now. And since you're our boxing expert, how about this? If Wilder wins, you're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. If he loses... Are we doing a water bet? You take water from me and Jeff. From you and Jeff? Or our choice, you know. You oh, can wow. pick from... Yeah, I'll do that. I'm down. You down to take a water bet? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. All right, everybody. So it's announced. Toga's going to take a water bet if Wilder loses because he's our expert. We trust him on this, that Wilder's going to win. All right, I'll make a predict. So if I win, though, I don't. nothing happens to you guys, right? No, because we're not the experts. I understand. So <laughs> let's say if I, I'm going to pick a round, and if he, gets, if he loses or gets knocked out or anything in that round, then I get a water bet for both of you guys. I, I, I like that. Yeah. So if you pick the correct round, then yes. Okay. We get watered. Fight's going yeah. fight's gonna go. Um, I think Wilder's gonna win in nine. All right, welcome back. So today we're gonna go over a few different things because once again the sports week is slow. So we gotta figure out some stuff to talk about. You're right. You're right about that, Chris. It's that time of year where not a whole lot going on. So this week we're gonna recap the Wilder Fury match. Um, we're also going to do our own little personal NFL mock draft, and we'll discuss little things at the end of the show about combine, CBA agreement, uh, if it's going to happen, and uh, the NHL trade deadline. So up first, let's go ahead and get into our NFL mock draft. So the first pick of the year is Cincinnati Bengals. Them Bengals. <laughs> so who do we think they're going to take? I think it's pretty clear they're going to take Joe Burrow. But he's got small hands. Yeah, he might as well just retire, right? Like you said. That's the only thing I've really heard from the Combine so far is they said yeah. he has nine-inch hands. They're too small. Well, and that's for everybody who doesn't know. That's from thumb to the end of your pinky. 
And I thought Pat Mahomes came out. He's like, I've been doing just fine with my nine inch hands. <laughs> so, I mean, isn't the college football the same size as the NFL football? Is it the same size? Like the football? Good question. That's a good one for, for our listeners because I honestly don't know. For everybody except for Tom Brady, yes. Let's, let's look that up because if the football is the same size, why would anybody even say that? Because he doesn't have a problem throwing the football now. Well, that's why what Jeff was just saying. They were making fun of his hand size, okay. But Mahomes has the same exact hand size, and he just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I just, I was just saying, like, if it's the same size, I'm gonna look that up because I'm curious. If that's the same size, that's like, why would, why would they even say that? Like, find something else wrong with the man that you know you think is wrong with him. So yeah, number one, I think our consensus is Joe Burrow. Uh, he's the quarterback for LSU. Number two, we have Washington Redskins. What do they need? Um, yeah, obviously I think they need a uh, defensive player. Look like they're going to probably take Chase Young from uh, the Ohio State University. The yeah Ohio State. That's why I decided that. Um, That's what it's called. It's Ohio State Buckeyes, not the. It is the Ohio State. I don't feel I, – I don't understand why this college out of all the other colleges can always call themselves the – I know. I think it's just kind of like their slogan. You know, they actually tried to like – like, um, what's that called when you try to like say nobody else can use this word or something like that? Trademark? Like trademark. There you go. Describe They tried to trademark it like a year or two ago. Crazy. Yeah. I, I, I love it when some of the football players will – they'll say they're like – their high school, and they'll say like the John Burroughs High or something like yeah. that, just just to be annoying. What about when they do at their elementary school? Yeah, that's all. So <laughs> oh, I didn't like when my high school did it. They didn't do the the, but they would be Lutheran High School North. I hated when they did that. Yeah, just call yourself Lutheran North. That's it. And it like that. You don't need to put high school in the middle of it. So and, and really quick, so t- Tom Brady, known for having a legendarily poor. Combine in 2000 has hands that measured 9.38 inches. That extra 0.3. And I, I was just giving Toko crap because I know how much he loves Brady uh, and, you know, the Flake Gate. I just wanted to see him fume, but I, I am a big Brady fan, just for the record. I just wanted to see <sighs> Toko, Tom Brady talk. All right. So, number two, I do agree with Toko. Uh, I think Chase Young will go there. They need some defensive help. You feeling the same way, Jeff, for Washington? Yes. All right. So next, it looks like it's the Lions. The Detroit Lions are number three. There's a lot of rumors going around that they might trade this pick. But let's just pretend they don't. What type of player do they go for? We don't even need to say the name of the player. We can just say, like, okay, they really need this help in this position. They can't draft everything, can they? <laughs> well, hey, Stafford's still good. Carryon Johnson's good. They hey, maybe, they have talent on their team. Maybe they don't hate on them. They were actually playing very good until Stafford's back. His wasn't old this, man back went out. Wasn't this the team that drafted like a wide receiver for like five drafts in a row? Yes, they did, yeah, and they missed on like every one of except them except for Calvin Johnson. 
but he was after that that whole string of guys. Yeah, well, then they drafted some other position, and then they drafted Calvin Johnson. Like, let's go back to what we know best. Yeah, <laughs> I think I saw something. It was like the XFL was asking, like, what what cities would need a professional team, and then somebody somebody tweeted back. It was like Detroit. They've been need a professional football team since 1950. Ooh. Ooh. Well, what is it? Uh, what What do they say? Um, oh. With Detroit, the Tigers, they were like, it's pretty sad when uh, if your baseball team has a Super Bowl winning quarterback and you don't even have a Super Bowl winning quarterback in your NFL team because Mahomes was drafted by the Tigers or something like that because he was like really good at baseball in uh, high school. His dad was a pitcher, wasn't he? For Mahomes? The twins, for the Twins, I think. Or, uh, I think he was just a player, like a fielder or something like that. I don't know what he was, but he was for the Twins. So since this is a way too early mock draft because these guys haven't even done the combine, they're just getting measured on their hands right now. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a crazy pick and I will say that they're going to go wide out again. <laughs> and I, I say they'll either get uh they'll, they'll just go Jerry Judy from Alabama. You went pretty far on that one, didn't you? I think about that one pretty hard. Well, I was the side between CD lamb and yeah. Jerry Judy, yeah. but I'll, I'll go Jerry Judy. What do you think of Toko? Um, I think they're probably gonna. I don't know if they're gonna do that. They're probably gonna do something like defensive line or something like that. I think that's what they're gonna go with because that's. I don't know. The team's just not good in general. I mean, so like, like Jeff said, they need a lot of help. Looking at the list, do you see like a certain player that stands out to you at all? Um, maybe Derek Brown from Auburn. That's okay. pretty big. Pretty yeah. big guy. He's like six five, like three hundred twenty. Yeah, that's that would be the boring pick. Right there. Yeah. Nobody likes to take a D tackle as their third overall pick. But hey, they did it with Sue back in the long time ago. Yeah. Actually, that was Detroit that did it. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Detroit did it with Sue. So hey, that oh, worked yeah. out. That actually worked out pretty good for him until he left. All right. So next up, we got the New York Giants. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey man, we started off with the bad. It gets a little bit better as we keep going. Not, but you're acting like it's getting worse. <laughs> well, like, they'll have Witten, so, I mean, what else you need, right? They don't have him yet. They don't have him yet. He's not but locked in. That is a very good point that you bring on up. They're bringing in Jason Garrett as their offensive coordinator. Jason Garrett is big time all about offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Help build Dallas to being the best offensive line in the game right now. Mm-hmm. So there's the obvious pick. They're going O tackle. They're saying they might take like a defensive player though. Nope. They're going O tackle. Yeah. Mark it down. Okay. They're going O line. I don't care. Yeah. I'm calling it. Even though it's the way early mock draft, they're going O line. There's no doubt about it. They're not going defensive player. So is yeah. he head coach or Austin's a coordinator? I thought he was going head coach. Garrett. He's a. Uh, Offensive player because the they or offensive coordinator the I think so. the head coach is a, it's a young guy. Uh, I don't know they switched so many times in the past couple of years. <laughs> Let me look it up real quick. What do you uh, what do you guys think of like? I, I mean, I don't want to get too much off topic, but you guys see potential on Daniel Jones, Joe Judge. Yes, Joe Judge. He was a, he's especially he he was a. Patriots guy, of course. Oh, good. They, uh, they have a chance, then. They yeah. have a chance. He was uh, the special teams oh, coordinator yeah. for the Patriots. Last guy that got hired as a special teams coordinator was Harbo, which worked out pretty okay. good. Yeah. So it might be okay. Um, they, yeah, they got high hopes for that guy. 
Um, and then they're just going to let – I mean, he was a Patriot. Yeah, but a lot of those Patriot coaches don't work on out. Vrabel finally worked out this year. Um, Miami's head coach, Brian Flores, hasn't worked out yet. Texans have been – McDaniels never better. worked out back in the day, so. The Texans was uh, – yeah, what's, what's Bill O'Brien? Yeah. I think he was involved with the Patriots for a little bit. I think he was like the guy that got involved after McDaniels left the first time around, and who, then he got out of coaching. Who was the defensive coordinator for? I think it was Detroit. Uh, or, or no, no, no. It was a defensive coordinator for the Patriots, and I think is he yeah, it's, uh, Romeo Matt, Pernell. Matt no, no, right oh, now. Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. Yeah, who? Yeah. Didn't do like you said. Once again, he hasn't done good in Detroit. Wait, what the hell is he had? <laughs> Detroit's really not that bad. Stop beating them up, guys. All right, so we got Miami is the next one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's time for them QBs. I know, but it's kind of weird because, like, if they – what if they pick up a QB in free agency, which we're saying they might, but I think they're going to take Tua. Which, Rivers thinks went away. Like, they're yeah. not even talking about him anymore. They're probably going to take Tua, and I hate – I don't think he's going to make it in the NFL. Two reasons. One, I think he's injury prone, which is just the way it is, unfortunately. Two, he had the best offensive line in college football. And when he did get pressured and I did get rushed, it was like he didn't know what to do. He's got a rude awakening going to the NFL. I I don't think – I think he's going to be a bust. I really do. I agree with you. I think they're going to take Tua, uh, the quarterback from Alabama. I don't know if it's the whole Islander thing, but I see similar traits of Mariota with Tua. I just, yeah, I just think he like, he can't handle the pressure when yeah. the guys are on at him. No, he... no shots of being Samoan or anything like that. But yeah, I just see like the same exact player. Fun stat about Tua though is he does have the the record of all time best completion percentage in college ever. Yeah, but he also had the best offensive or offensive line in front of him. And kind of to go back to my point is when he did get pressured or, like, anybody was running after him, it was like, he was like, I don't know what to do with the ball. Let me just throw it away. And we're going to go to the NFL. It's the big boy league now. Time to put on your big boy, time to put on your big boy pants. He's small. So, he's 6'1", 218. He's That's, not tall. He's not no, big. He's no paint manning. <laughs> I just think that they're hyper What's Breeze? Breeze is nine. I think Breeze is six. Yeah, he's six. I don't know how much he weighs, though. Yeah, I mean, he has breeze size, but... 209. So he's in... Because I know that that was a big, big thing against Manziel. I mean, Manziel had his own set of problems, but he, you know, they were like, oh, he's too small for the NFL, which was right around the size of Drew Brees. Now, I don't know well, how, how big Brees' hands are, because, I mean, that obviously matters. I'm not even saying, <laughs> I'm not even saying that, the size part, because you're starting to see that more often, like smaller quarterbacks succeed. Like I just Kyler Murray. Kyler I just Murray's don't think. Small. I just Russell Wilson's I mean, not that big. And no, I know I sound like he's five eleven too. And I know I. Yeah. Big and I know I keep saying this, but I just <laughs> he's gonna have guys run that I'm like wanting to get him, and I I just don't think he's gonna be able to handle it. I really don't. I don't think he's good. He's not gonna have that Nick Saban Alabama offensive line that he's had for the past three years. He's gonna have the Miami Dolphins offensive line. That's my yep. point. He's gonna have a bad That's offensive line, but he's gonna get developed by Fitz Magic. Oh yeah. <laughs> now listen, 
All you got to do is play like absolute crap every single year of your career until yeah. you have a contract year. Then you knock it out of the park. Like, where did this guy come if you from? Played for That's half, the Fitz magic. If you play for half as many teams that I played for, then you're doing something right. You get to live in a new city every couple years and make like $15 million or whatever they pay me. I don't even know. Joke. All right. So next we have uh, the Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers pick. They, they're they not bringing Rivers back, so I'm going QB with them too. I'm going to say that they're going to go with Justin Herbert. You think they could maybe try to trade up? I don't want to get too far fetched here, but like, do you think they could like maybe? NFL.com shows that they trade up. I they show that Miami up. and um, Chargers both trade ups just so they can get these quarterbacks. I mean, I it would... doesn't make any sense though because. The Detroit Lions are not going to take a quarterback, and the New York Giants are not going to take a quarterback, so why are you trading up? Because they might want Tua, maybe. Well, on here it's saying mainly because they're trying to block somebody like Carolina coming up and sneaking in to get one of these quarterbacks. Which They just announced today, uh, Newton, he's going to come back for another year. They announced that he's coming back? Yeah, they're going to ride with him for one more year. Or so. Well, they're going to give him another shot. I mean, we'll see what happens, but... I think that's actually a good move. I think they would regret if they let him go. So who else do they got? That's I, I mean, I just all, all the reports I've been hearing is Newton going to the Bears, Newton going to the Bears, which that would be bad for Trevinsky, but yeah, he's he's, he's got a, he's got a bright future in the XFL. <laughs> I don't. A lot of people cannot stand Trevinsky, but I don't think he's gotten a fair shake yet. Um, next we have, oh, Las Vegas Raiders. Did that sound weird to you saying out loud? It did, because I thought it was the Rams, because I put LVR, and I'm like, the V doesn't have to do with the Rams, so, yeah, that felt weird. I could see them maybe taking a wide receiver. Yeah, definitely, because they have... Tyrell Williams is like their number one guy. They paid him. Are they sticking with Carr this year? I guess. There's also Brady. been rumors that he might get cut. I don't know. Unless they go after yeah. Brady. I mean, but yeah, I that is the rumor that they're going to go after Brady. I mean, if they want to win a championship, I mean, they can. Well, the rumor is that they're going to be the only team out of all the teams that are going after Brady and offer him a two year contract. Yeah, but which Brady, is going to raise the incentive for like the Patriots because the Patriots are only wanting to do a one year with him as as well as all these other teams that are on the quote unquote Brady sweepstakes. So I think, I think, that's that's raising the ante there. I think New England's going to match what anybody is. I, he ain't leaving New England. There's, I don't see it either. But I mean, you there's never even know. like other quarterbacks. Like I think Montana came out and said like, man, don't do it. Like. Stay where you're at. Well, but he he just he has the right to say that. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is like Montana I know. made that leap over to. I know. That's KC what I'm saying. He has the right to say that he left yeah. Sam Fran yeah. and went to KC. Yeah, didn't work out. But then you yeah, have the other Sanders went to the Cardinals. You have the other side of the coin though. No, Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, but you have the other side of the coin where you have Peyton Manning was with Colts for all that time, and then he went to. The Broncos and won a his, Super Bowl. But that wasn't his fault, though. They just didn't want to resign him. 
Like they literally let him go or did not pick up his option because they had that number one pick and picked Locke. Yeah, because they wanted to go with Locke. They were like, do we look at the future, which the future wasn't real bright, even though Kadanji Locke's not in the league anymore. He was great, though. He, he was. was I'm not going to say he wasn't. He, if he would have been on a good team, if you would have put Locke on the Patriots, it would have been a complete domination. Let me ask this, and I don't want to get too off topic here. If they said, hey, you get Nate Manning for another three years and um, same results would happen with Denver, you go to the Super Bowl, and then you get knocked out, and then you go to the Super Bowl again and you win, but you have Andrew Luck for, what, nine years, and you really don't do much, I bet you they would have went with that another Super Bowl again with Peyton Manning. They probably would have, but I always heard. And they would have been in the same, almost the same boat there right now, and they could have not been a good team and then picked – quarterback. I think one of the best lines I heard about Luck was he's an elite quarterback playing on an unelite team. So he yeah, he was a fantastic quarterback. He just didn't have the right supporting cast around him to be able to succeed the way that he needed to in this league. I don't think he's going to come back. I don't no. see that. I just think his body is just, I mean, he's had neck problems and like. Yeah, you huge. don't mess with neck problems. I mean, even Manny, he had his neck problems and I know that he kind of Powered through it, but I know like those last couple of years that he had that just monster season. His last year when they won, he he, he did not look he good. Did, he didn't win that game. He, <laughs> well, I, I always heard reports too is like after each game he would just sit in a bath of ice for like hours. He would just it, you know it took him like a couple hours or whatever to take off his pad. He was just <laughs> utmost misery. Crazy. So going back to the Raiders, um, yeah, I think the same as Toko. I think they'll go wide out. They'll go C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma. Do you got anything, Jeff, for Raiders you think they're going to take or disposition-wise? Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. John Gruden. <laughs> I, they're going to take John Gruden. <laughs> well, he's got a 10-year contract. So, I, you know. I'm just so glad that guy's off Monday Night Football. Just his 24-hour tangents about, oh, this quarterback, look at him. I'm not the best college guy. Around, but I mean, if they do need a wide receiver, was it Jerry Judy? Yeah, they could go him too. That was the guy I had go number three. Alabama. I mean, that guy's guy pretty. That guy's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're kind of like the same guy. So next we got the Arizona Cardinals at number eight. What do you guys think they're gonna do? Running back. Really? I don't think David Johnson's done yet. They're taking a running back. I can see them taking a running back. Which one? Why don't they just bring back Kenyon Drake? He worked out great for him. Maybe someone like from Ohio State, J.K. Dobbins, maybe. That might be a pick. Actually, he's not even really projected to go in the first round. So that's a bad that's a bad pick of mine. But I mean they'll probably end up doing something like offensive line to protect Kyle Murray. But I could see them maybe wanting to get like a, there's not really a lot the, of elite. Yeah, the only running back I'm really seeing and that's projected for first round is the Georgia running back. DeAndre Swift. Yeah. And he's okay. He's not bad. They're projecting him to go to KC at the end. But, um, no, I think they're going to go defense. They can either go linebacker, D-tackle. That guy you were mentioning before, that Derek Brown guy, I could see them just taking him if he falls down. Um, or go for... Uh, Javon Kinlaw, um, or maybe even go for another edge rusher. Have uh, another guy on the other side of Chandler Jones and just have yeah. two edge rushers. 
I think so. Let me. I could see them maybe going running back, but they're probably end up not doing that. I think. Why won't they just go if they're if they're uncertain about running back? Instead of wasting a first round pick on it, because a lot of people always say first round picks are a waste for running back. Just wait until like the third, fourth round. Yeah, that is something they could do. I mean, I think though they're going to probably take. Last guy I remember taking in the third round was Kareem Hunt. Stood out. Oh yeah, Corey. So you can you can find you can find guys in the third round. Well, I think they need to take someone to protect Kyler Murray, their young quarterback, sure. and they need they need to protect I'm, him. Yeah, I could see them going O line too. Um, their defense was just awful, but I could definitely see them going O line. One of those sexy top ten picks of the yeah. offensive linemen. Everybody loves whenever their team takes an offensive lineman or a D tackle. Uh, next up, we got Tampa, which they're kind of interesting because they're acting like they're not going to say sign Jameis. Why would you? He's got twenty twenty vision now. Yeah, I I know he chucks it up all the time, but he's balling out. Their offense wasn't really the problem. This was their defense that was the problem. Yeah, he the I mean, field because he kept on the yeah, other team. I agree. True. <laughs> But at the same time, the man was still throwing over 30 touchdowns. I he had that. like five, 5,500 yards throwing. He had the most yards they're in the NFL. They're up in the air because they're going to see what happens when free agency starts. I know. They're, they're considering rivers. But. They get a quarterback. Then I think after that, they'll probably take something. I don't even know what they'll take. They might take a run. No, they're going to take a run. Like a dog, offensive line, like an offensive lineman or defensive tackle. They're projected to take a quarterback. I don't think they're going to take a quarterback unless they don't get somebody like the Rivers. or. Well, once again, this is a way too early mock draft. Yeah, I know. Because free agency is going to hit in the middle of March. Yeah. That's going to change everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There could be trades that go down, too, like we were talking about a couple weeks ago that Gurley could be in Miami, you know? Yeah. I I think they well could. I think they're going to stick with Jameis. I just do, especially, I mean, as much as I've kind of joked about it the past couple of weeks with him having that surgery, you know, how is that going to impact his performance? Hopefully it's for the better. Uh, you know, he's seeing, you know, two receivers instead of four out there. But he's <laughs> – But well, I would hope he's seeing four so he can at least maybe throw to one of them, right? <laughs> he's throwing to someone. Yeah. yeah. But I just think that they're, they're they still have the investment in him. They're not willing to give up on him yet. They're going to build the offense around him and then try to build up their defense. I just don't see them abandoning the ship. You know, you bring in Rivers, he's older. Yeah, he may have an experience, but are you really going to bench, you know, Jameis? Uh, at, How many at this more? Point? But here's the thing. What's Jameis's leash? Another year? Well, hold on. That's what I was just going to ask Jeff. Let's have Jeff put it on his little GM cap. Oh, boy. Would you franchise Jameis? And if you're franchising, you're paying him about $25 million. How? So he has one year left, right? This is his... No, he's free agent. Oh, so he's a free agent. You, but you can do a franchise. You can always franchise tag your guys. Yeah. You get that one guy you can franchise tag. So you could do that. I think I would. Just because I think River bringing somebody like old or more experienced like that may help kind of. Otherwise, I may lose him. I don't know if if I I I don't want to get into the thing like the Browns where they're changing quarterbacks every couple of years. So, I mean that that ends up being detrimental too. So it's like mm-hmm. if I'm bringing in another guy, I'm starting over from scratch. 
Jameis didn't have a terrible year. I know he threw a lot of interceptions, but he has the potential to grow. And you always bet on potential. You don't bet on past performance. Bringing Rivers in, he may or may not do that much better. I'm going to pay this experienced quarterback, and I'm going to lose my young quarterback. So I think I would go ahead. I would franchise Jameis, and I would build the offense around him. you got three, four years, see what happens. Tampa hasn't really done a ton in the past few years, so it's like I only have up to go. I agree. Um, I would bring back <clears throat> Jameis. Even with me being a Rivers lover, I would still bring back Jameis. The, the offense is not the problem. The defense is the problem. So this is where this draft, they're going to need to draft a defensive player. Get somebody like a linebacker from Clemson, Isaiah Simmons, and that will help out their team a lot more. And as I jokingly said, if he does cut down the amount of interceptions he has, that will be less time that the defense has on the field. And that may just inherently make them better because they're just on the field less. They're not going to get as tired. Their defense is just bad against the pass. They were actually in the top five overall so, against the run. If so I, they need a quarterback. Would that be the good the good play? Free safety? Would that be a good play for them? Yeah, they, they need like a corner, maybe a linebacker, maybe a safety. Something in the back, not in the front. Are they just missing defensive leadership? Is that is that what they need to bring in? That could be the case, too. They've traded away a lot of their guys. So they maybe they need to trade up or trade back to get a, a key defense. All right. So next we have Cleveland. I don't know. Um, I mean, Cleveland has a lot of names I mean, on offense. You would think their offense wouldn't be that bad, but their O-line was they awful. Yeah. They had juice. Oh, and OBJ. their defense wasn't that great. Um, I don't even I know. think it's going to be an, an unsexy pick. I think they'll go like D-tackle um, because they I, – I think they're – after they got rid of their GM – Forget his name off the top of my head. John something. He was with Kansas City for a long time. Uh, he was the guy that was always making the sexy picks, the sexy signings. I don't think they're going to be doing that now with the new guy that they have. I mm-hmm. think they're going to be doing a lot of more conservative. Just, yes, very conservative. Be very like the Titans. Like just don't do those those big crazy signings well, anymore. Think- well, then they have a good base of – they have superstars on their team. Baker has guys to throw to. Yeah, he's got awesome if guys they to throw keep to. Odell back, which they're saying he might have been a part of some trade rumors. I think he got one more year in Cleveland, Odell, mm-hmm. and then they'll, they'll ship him out. After that. The Patriots. If it don't, if it don't work. Get what back. do you think, Jeff? Do you, Two-year deal, New England. Tom Brady, Odell, last year of Brady. <laughs> Shit's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Togo got so excited about that, he had to drop an S-bomb. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I apologize for that. That's okay. Earmuffs next time. <laughs> All right. So next we're going to go ahead. That's our, that's our NFL mock draft. So next we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, talking about the Wilder versus Fury matchup. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! So we had Wilder versus Fury. Uh, Fury won in the seventh round. TKO on Wilder. Toko was wrong. Tell us about it. Yeah. 
sure I know much to say. No, uh, so obviously, kind of like you said, um, Fury ended up beating Wilder, and I don't know what it was. He just didn't look good from like third round on. He took a hit. I think he went down the third round, and from then on, man, he was just done. He just he was wobbling all over the place, and I don't know. He just didn't look like his like he did in that first fight, and I think Fury kind of changed his fighting style a little bit. I think he kind of went more after him, where before he kind of, you know, I guess you would say played more defense. And I think he's kind of went after him this time. It worked. And Fury just, he just didn't look good. It was obviously, it was the worst performance of his career. Fury looked, Fury looked great. He won. I'm sorry, did I say Fury? Yeah. I'm sorry, I meant Wilder. I apologize. <laughs> uh, yeah, my bad. I just thought that he didn't look good. But with, and I didn't watch the first fight, but at least from, what I've heard about the second fight mm-hmm. was Fury's game plan kind of mimicked the tail end of the second fight. Cause like, the other one ended in a draw. Right. So mm-hmm. from what I heard is like, kind of like, I guess it was on the latter rounds of the first fight. He really started coming after Wilder, started coming after more. And that was kind of the game plan that his camp kind of went after for this fight. And that seemed to work where I don't know how much did Wilder really change his game plan or change. No. And I think that's what hurt him is because also they said Fury like put on more muscle, which in reality mm-hmm. more weight. And I think his, I mean, you got more, you got another 15, 20 pounds behind a punch and you're six, nine at the weigh in. He weighed oh, 25 more pounds than and that Wilder. So huge. He was eating like so just, just think if you're on the street and you're about to get in a fight with somebody that's yeah. 25 pounds more than you. Yeah. That's not going to be a fun fight. They, just, they just throw down that double donut. Chicken sandwich from KFC. <laughs> like I'm, throw, I'm put my weight on. Put my weight on. And another two, business. three inches. And he's another two and a half inches taller than him. You figure. So I mean that that's just that adds up for sure. Yeah, and these guys are just monstrous human beings. Because Wilder's at six seven two thirty one. At least this is what it's shown on the site in front of me. And Fury's six nine two seventy three. And almost like watching these guys, like it was almost like their their punches didn't even connect. It was like watching like Gumby hit each other. Like, just like all they're like forearms. I mean, they're they're big guys. I mean, obviously Fury had the reach, but I mean, I don't know. Wilder when he went down in that third round, because I think he went down three times the whole fight. That first time he went down and he got up from like then on, he was just his equilibrium. They said that was off. They said like later on after the fight, um, he had to go to the hospital because he was bleeding from the ear. This uh, and it was it was bad. This fight was like the biggest boxing match in a long time. Like everybody uh, yeah. wanted to watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I don't remember boxing being this big in a long time since Pacquiao Mayweather, and even a heavyweight one, which is not there hasn't been a big heavyweight one mm-hmm. in uh, in years. I mean, it's usually always like your middleweights that are big fights. That's what Mayweather was. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you the last time. Maybe besides the first Wilder Fury, but like, but that didn't have yeah. as much hype. Like I don't no. even remember that. Like when it, when it happened. Yeah. So a big heavyweight fight like this. I mean, it's been it's probably been it's been probably since what we mentioned last week. Holyfield Lewis was like another one, but or, yeah. I don't even think like back then it was as big as it was this last weekend. I feel like everywhere everyone wanted to be there to see the fight wherever yeah. they were at. I mean, it was big. So that 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 reminded me of like Tyson days, where mm-hmm. like everybody yeah. had to get the pay per view, and this is what this kind of felt like. 
do you think Wilder's corner was right for stopping the fight? Because I, I know a little. There was a Absolutely. little bit of contra- about, controversy about it. I think Wilder even came out and said, "I wish he wouldn't have stopped it." Well, and I know. Of course, he's going to say that. He's a he's he's a fighter. Yeah, you know? but I, yes, he was bleeding from the ear. He was wobbling all over the place. At that, when it gets to that point, it's it's more of just a safety thing. And did you, he did you guys witness the lick? I saw oh it. It looks like it was uh, it's gross. It was almost like, hey, you know, I was like, at least buy me dinner and drinks before you f me, because that's oh, Wilder did. He at least kissed him first. He was getting in on it. It, it was wasn't a fury though. Yeah, 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 fury. Yeah, going yeah. in on Wilder, licking that ear. <laughs> but. I, I didn't know if it was because it was like bleeding or whatever. He just like like licking his neck. I'm like, what's going on here? Stop yeah, him. he's trying to stop that blood so they keep fighting. That was, I don't know. It was it was just wow. They ran. He a lot of people were and a lot of people were shocked, including myself. It's like, how did this guy? What happened? How did this guy fight? Like he didn't even well, come prepared. Probably was shocked once the guy licked his neck. Well, I'm not even talking about it. <laughs> this one's late for me. You hit my spot, I mean, Fury. Yeah. I hit my spot. <laughs> I, now, I kind of want to transition to what do you got? Who do you think he's going to – I mean, do you think they're going to fight again? Well, yeah. I mean, is it going to be a rubber match or is it going to be your 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 boy Anthony that's going to go Anthony, against him? Anthony Joshua is probably going to fight – Tyson Fury now, and whoever wins that fight will fight Wilder. So how long how does long? do they have to respond? Oh, I don't know how that. Oh, like a heavyweight champion? Yeah, because I look. You can't just not fight for a year or two. Or no, I, I think for the rubber match, they have a certain time period they have to commit. I, what, no, maybe no, there ain't nothing like that. Fury has to fight, so he's a heavyweight champion. And he has to, his next fight, regardless, there's no more exhibitions. Like, it's all, hey, man, you got to defend your title. And you have to fight within a certain time period as well. Or like, they have the right. I think if, I, if he didn't fight for like a year and a half. If it's like, like that, UFC, UFC is 18 months. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They take, if, it, if they don't do within 18 months, then they have to get an interim title involved. Yeah. I bet you. I bet you this. I bet you that Fury will probably fight within the next year. Yeah, I, I could I would say, maybe that. say like a year. From I mean, now. it's always the it's always the medical stuff that goes on, and then yeah, now Wilder and then they can can't. get hurt during training. That that happens a lot. Yeah, um, Wilder probably can't fight for six months like UFC. When you, yeah. you get knocked out. Well, I can't fight for six months. I think right. I said I thought there was a commitment date, like. Like Wilder had to say, "Hey, you know, by X date, you have to say you're in or out." And then, then they plan in like eighteen months or fourteen months down the road. So. I don't think so. I read, I read that somewhere. Like he, it was like thirty or sixty days that he had to commit to the rubber match. Then they could do it down the road. And I, I just I'm looking at it. Up the, well, on, I don't know. That's a good question. I just know that. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know the question or that answer. I'm sorry. At least here it says that Wilder told ESPN on Monday that he will definitely exercise his right to an immediate third fight with Tyson Fury. Now that may, you know, we said it might be 14 months, might be 18 months. Mm-hmm. I did also see uh, it confirms it on, the, on this site, and I saw it elsewhere that when uh, Wilder came out in his. Um, his entrance. Oh yeah, they're yeah, talking they, about they, the mask. They, they said that off. that whole kind of costume was like forty pounds or something like that. And they said by the time he got the ring, that really messed up his yes. legs. Like that oh, was like. No way. And 
I always like excuses, excuses. I don't buy it because to me, you're a professional athlete. You, you're able to squat and do all these different weights. I think that he would have walked in with that or know what it felt like. It's like to me, it's like that's just an excuse that he just wasn't prepped yep. for the fight. And he, you know, he's trying to blame it on his corner. He's trying to blame it on everything. I think that he just needs to come in with a better plan for what's going to happen. Well, he didn't change, and he didn't change his fighting style like Fury did. Fury changed his whole fighting style. They were saying. And I think that's what kind of confused him, and that's why he made Wilder. He made Wilder look bad. Like he embarrassed him. Well, what was a quote from Tyson all the time? It's like you have a game plan, so you get punched in the face, and then it all goes out yeah. the window. And I, I mean, think that whatever he had, once once Fury started throwing those those cinder blocks on him, he's like, oh, this this is this is no fun because he came out very offensive. Versus they said like. And the in the past fights he was backing up, he was more on the ropes, he was more mm-hmm. on the defensive. Like that's the change the whole strategy. And I don't think Wilder was prepped for it. And then he started throwing. I was like, well, there's no reason. I mean, he's I understand it. it's it's fresh. It's his first loss. He's not going to want to just say he's like, yeah, I, I just got you know outboxed, outclassed every step of the way. You know, he's a champion. He's going to want to redeem himself. There's no way he's going to let this fight go. All those big name boxers are always like that. They want to make an excuse of why they didn't win. When instead of just admitting that they lost, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I think, I, do I think they're gonna fight. I think they're probably gonna fight a third time. I do. I mean, I see it happening eventually, just because it would be, you know, the, the rubber match. Um, but it, it'll those. be kind of interesting because it, it's a rubber match because it's the third fight. But if Wilder wins, it's not the definitive fight. So they'd have to fight again because the first one was a draw. Nobody fights more than three times. So they're not going to fight more than three times. No way. We'll see. I'll be very surprised. But there's always a winner and a loser in the first fight. There, there how, is, how many times has there been a draw, a win, and then the opposite win? I just don't see that happening, especially with Fury's age. He'll be just fine. Yeah. All right. Do you guys got anything else that you want to cover on boxing? Nope. It's going to be interesting. And I'm sure. Oh, here, here really quick. It says Wilder has 30 days to trigger the rematch clause if he wants to make it a trilogy. No guarantees uh, that he'll do it, but it sounds like Wilder's completely into it and into doing it. How, however soon that happens is unseen, but it, it sounds like it's it's going to happen at some point. At least Wilder wants it from his side. Mm-hmm. Well. We'll talk about this for probably a year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to double down on the water bet now? That, that'll just be our next podcast. We're just going to hang tight for a year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go into some final thoughts. Um, basically, what final thoughts does is we just cover a few different things that happen throughout the sports week that we can't cover in a long segment. We just kind of go over them a little bit. First thing we'll go on over is the CBA, um, and that's when it has to do with the uh, strike, the potential strike after this year for the NFL. Um, if they don't come to an agreement after this year, then the NFL will go on a strike. It doesn't look like that's going to happen at all. They have a whole entire year to figure this on out. Um, but I do see a report that they they did hit a snag. Um And I don't know what exactly has to do with, but the CBA agreement is showing that they want to expand it out to 17 games. And they keep saying that it's still not going to affect the safety and health of the players, which I disagree with. Hmm. What do you guys think? The only way 
that I think the players would go for that is if they got rid of Thursday night football and then just did a you know, normal 17-game schedule. And I think the players would be more on board because they wouldn't have that short turnaround. Because those guys hate that. Like Thursday night football, Richard Sherman has came out multiple times and said, this is dangerous. I'm playing on sun- we're playing on Sundays and then we're playing on Thursdays. This is dangerous for this short turnaround. The only way I think they get that 17 game is if they um, get rid of Thursday night football. I think the player, that would be one the players are probably going to bring to the table. Um, and I think, I, I, but that's still going to be tough to see. I mean, these players are like, man, I'm not playing on 17 games. No way. I I would, I think everybody would be for Thursday night football. Those games are never good. And, and yeah, it's probably like you, were, like you were saying that they're just worn out. It's and they're not good teams usually on these on that that week. It's like I would be you know all for that. It's I, as soon as you said that, like if they go on strike, I just heard Vince McMahon licking his lips in the background. <laughs> you just oh yeah, please, 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 more ratings for me. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't, I I I, I don't know if they're going to actually do the seventeen weeks. It's you know because. Toko and I were talking a little bit before the podcast started, like, you know, what does that all entail? And it's like, I know that the NFL, uh, not that they, they won't say, you know, they're really fully vested in like fantasy sports and things like that, but it would have an impact on that betting, things like that. Cause you know, most people's fantasy sports run 16 weeks and they take the 17th week is kind of like the, you know, the, just the end week. So if it were to extend to 18 weeks, 17 playing weeks, then that's a whole other week for fantasy sports too. So it would put a whole different endeavor in that too. So to me, it'd be interesting. I don't think it's going to go through. I think, like Toko said, there's going to have to be a lot of changes and agreements that have to go on through this. And if they're right on the cusp of, of a player strike, you know, they're going to have to kind of play ball on both sides of the fence. Huh. So I like that you brought up Richard Sherman because he's actually one of the, the player committee members for the CBA. Mm-hmm. So they have committee members for the players, and then they have committee members um, for the actual NFL, which are the owners, like a Jerry Jones. Well, Richard Sherman's one of the committee members for the players, so he more than likely will press hard about if he's openly saying this to the public that he doesn't want Thursday night oh, football. He ain't going to be for seventy games. I can tell you that though. Um, I personally don't mind Thursday night football, but. I'm just a big football fanatic. I wish it was on every day. But I understand where you guys are coming from, and I understand where the players are coming from. They, they don't prepare for it. It's harder to prepare because it's a shorter week. And then they also get kind of that, that Super Bowl hangover the next week because they rested too long. So it just throws our schedule off and travel off a lot. So I could see them getting rid of it, and maybe the games will be a lot more competitive throughout. I also hope they put a permanent ban on the Steelers Bumblebee jerseys. Those are the most... I used to despise those, but I don't mind them anymore. They're an optical migraine. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything else that you've heard about the CBA, Toko, besides 17 games? Um, I mean, I no, I think that's the big one, is that as far as the 17 games, I mean... That's, that's the big talk of the league right now. <laughs> it's kind of piss off the players because they're saying, like, the owners get, like, an extra percent or something like that, which is, like, millions in their pocket. These players are, like, 
Man, guys are well, I wonder how that impacts their contracts because they have a contract. Oh, it'll impact their contract. I mean, if those are going to have to be rewritten. No, uh, they're. It looks like they're talking about minimum caps, like a minimum that a guy can get paid is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's wait, say what now? Like the minimum, the league minimum. NF, yeah, a league minimum for an NFL player would be two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But See, I thought it was. I thought it was higher now. What is it now then? That's, I mean, you what, look that's up, what the but, negotiations are right now. See, I, I thought, thought it was higher than that now, but I don't uh, know. But maybe I'm thinking baseball one because baseball is just astronomical. It's like I think the the minimum now is like seven hundred thousand, like seven hundred fifty. Like that's what like if you're in the majors and you're riding the bench, like that's what you're that's what you're making or something like that. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. well, I, I was saying, like, what's it gonna? How's that gonna impact? Current contracts, like because right now it's like a first like season. Play another game, like yeah. yeah this much yeah. Does money. that does that null and void your contract? I mean, I know that's a bunch of lawyer speak uh, and, and things like that. Because you have well, to say, hey, you're going to play a season, or, or you know, how does that impact them? Or one thing, you know, well, to, for the pending free agents, it's not going to impact right. them. But your current locked in with the contract, they're kind of shifting things in the middle of it. I don't know if that brings you know any issues in and or. You know, if they get if they don't get rid of Thursday night football, could they just drop a preseason game, go to three games instead of four? They've always pitched that for a while. Well, They're actually pitching to get rid of the that's preseason another, forever. That's just to get rid of it in general. I think it's okay, but I don't think you need four weeks of it. Just a couple weeks, I think. You know, just kind of get. They used to do the, two back in the day. Yeah, I think two is yeah. perfect. Just kind of get the rust. Knocked off, you know, the players that want to hold out, they're like, oh, yeah, you, this is what a football field looks like. You know, here, go make your millions. Some you know? have five, though. Whenever you do the Hall of Fame game, I think you do five weeks. Yeah, that's that's too much. That's that's too much. Because that's games. a game by itself on its on the week alone. There's mm-hmm. only two teams that play it. So two yeah. teams have five weeks. Hmm. That's that's too many games for – there's yeah. too many games that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And, I, you know, you're talking about player safety. Not that they really go hard on those well, games. Well, I mean, in the Hall of Fame game, you never see a starter. Yeah. But it's still a waste. You know, I'm not a fan. What about uh, Combine? What have you guys heard on Combine? Um, they got they got some new drills this year, I heard. I did hear that. Um, I want to actually look it up. But, I mean, I think they got some new drills, they were saying, this year for the Combine. Um but I'm not 100% sure on that. That's just what I heard. Yeah, so it started. They got league official measuring tapes for hands. There is 16 That's, new drills. Yeah, it started on the 23rd. Let's uh, do a measurements oh, yes. <laughs> that we kind of mentioned earlier. Yeah. This is kind of cool. That's uh, why we're hearing about all these small hands. The new run and the new run and um, club drill. Which I don't, I don't What's know. that about? I don't know, but it sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it sounds cool. All right. It's like you just have to like steal sandwiches from Jimmy John's or what's the <laughs> run a club? I don't know. It doesn't really say, but I mean, there's 16 new drills. That's a lot. It looks like uh, a lot of the stuff starts tomorrow. On Does Thursday. it? Is it? Or no, on Thursday. Sorry. And it's in Indianapolis, usually, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's usually always in Indianapolis. Hmm. But yeah, a lot of things start on Thursday for it. Uh, oh, no, it's not there, it says, actually. It's the first time Where's since it 1987, but it'll be back in 2021. And it doesn't say where it's at, but it's not there. So I gotta, I'd have to go 
I'd have to go find it. But um, the ones I'm seeing for Thursday, they're going to do some 40-yard dash, some bench press, vertical jump, broad jump, three-cone drill, 20-yard shuttle, and 60-yard shuttle. Do you think it'd be fun if they did that every year, just for like the current like superstars? Like you want to see what like Brady does? They kind of do it in the Pro Bowl. They do a lot of the cone drills and stuff yeah. like that. I don't like it. I uh, I mean I've I've voiced my opinion on the Pro Bowl. I, <laughs> I think it's a waste. Oh, it is now. Yeah, it ain't nothing like it used to be. Do you guys got anything else on the combine? Got no. So lastly, uh, we had a trade deadline with the NHL. It wasn't anything special. Um, a few big name players got traded, like Kolbachuk, uh, Bacchus. But it's mainly like all these guys that I'm naming off are like already like over the hill. So that's why it wasn't very exciting. Um, I don't know. I don't know why the NHL. Usually it does have a really good trade deadline. Same with the NBA. But both leagues this year were just like, it, it was just meh. No one was interested in it at all. And no one was excited for for the actual deadline day. Yeah, we're going to the Ducks, they said, Bacchus. Yeah, yeah, which he'll probably get released. They they pretty much just did him as a contract dump. Which I, I called that back when he played for the Blues. That guy lost his step a long time ago, and I thought that the Bruins were fools taking him. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, I don't see it all. I mean, it's pretty far stretch, but I mean, if they just release him, comes the Blues, why not pick him up for a playoff run, man? I'd love to have no. him back on my bench. No, he will bring the team down. You really think so? He's He was a waste of a roster spot at the time when he was on the Blues. He would turn over the puck like crazy. He was crazy. Our captain. He didn't deserve to be. He would. He was slow, and he always turned over the puck. I don't know if I would say he's a wasted spot. Maybe towards he the was. end. He was. And he in in hockey, every spot is crucial, mm-hmm. especially in the playoffs. The playoffs. Blues didn't wouldn't have won the Stanley Cup if it wasn't for our fourth line last year. Oh, I know and that. That's what we would put Bacchus on. No, I'm good. Let him let him watch up in the. Up in I, the suites. I, I think for you to say that he's a wasted spot, he is. that's a really far stretch. Ask the Boston so, Bruins last year at the Stanley Cup. Yeah, but look how old what he is. What did the Bros – look how old he is. What are you talking about? You just said put him on the playoff team. No, no, Playoffs. No, 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 and, and the Bruins had him up in the suites. Let me finish my Because he was a waste of a spot. Let me finish that's why they saying. traded him. What I'm trying to say is I wouldn't mind having him on the team for a playoff like run. I didn't say you got to play the man. At least have some some at least have him maybe come off your bench every now and again. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't think I don't think he's a wasted spot. That's you don't have guys come off the bench in the NHL. Okay. What I'm saying, okay, he could be like a Ryan Reeves. They already have type of, so they already have a guy just like Bacchus that they just called up from the minors and they're gonna send him back down again. And that's Troy no. Brower. I, I think I don't think he's a wasted they're spot. They're the same they're the same guy, yes. Troy Brower and David Backus. I'm getting passionate, man. I know you are. But to say that he's a wasted spot. He is. That's not right. He's I'm a wasted sorry. spot. Maybe not, maybe maybe at his older age, he's not near what he did. But if we're going to go back to talk about when he was a blue, his last year, he's not a wasted spot. Yes, he was. 
Dude, they got to win the Western Conference Finals in his last year. Grant, they didn't win a cup. I know it's your goal every year. You can't say your captain's a waste of spot and he got all the way to the Western Conference Finals and you were two games away from getting the Stanley Cup. He did absolutely nothing. Okay. Well, well I was a huge Bacchus fan when he was younger. Well, but when he lost his step, he lost his step. And he didn't need to be with the team anymore. Yeah. That was the best trade that they made. Well, they just didn't. That's what it goes. They did. They didn't sign him. But. Agreed. Yeah, they just let yes. him go. They said, hey, we're not going to sign you because you suck. I just. Uh, you know what? We'll agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree, Chris. All right, Homer. Oh, <laughs> get me going. I He's not a wasted spot. Maybe, maybe he's not what he was. I'm not going to disagree with you there. But to say that the man's a wasted spot, come on. For the last five years, yes. Okay. That's – okay. At one time, he was one of the best defensemen in the league. He was never a defenseman. He was a center. Or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, 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 I'm thinking Petrangelo and captain. I'm sorry. I got confused. Yeah. Petrangelo is a great yeah. captain. I know that, but he's, he was not a wasted spot. You guys want any of this popcorn or is eat it all myself? Uh, this is <laughs> – hey, everybody, you're, you're getting the real view – of me and Chris. I'm good with the outside, banner on this. Outside of the podcast. But also, we got a discussion next week about something. And we probably should have talked about it this week. I got a good topic for us next week. Ooh. Foreshadowing. Suspense. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I just want to let you know. Um, Chris thinks that Mike Trout is overrated. I'm going to leave it at that, Chris. All right. So, since... Toka's talking all this trash right now. Go ahead and check us out on our Facebook at Wild Stallions SN so you can see him get watered with our water bet with him missing on that wilder pick. Remember, the boxing expert yeah. was correct. And by correct, I mean absolutely incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I lost. So, yep, that's going to go ahead and do it for us. We do thank you all for listening for the Italian Stallion. Downtown. Downtown. And wow, man, these stallions are out. News team, assemble! Sports. 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 Sports.